What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, good to be with you guys. Glad with you here today on the New Vision Podcast. Um, you guys know how this goes. We're going through the book of First and Second Samuel. Thank you so much, Nick. He's kind of started us off. We're, we're in the middle of it. Y'all, y'all got the deal. Go back and try to listen and catch up. But here's just a really quick context of this is your first episode. We're in Israel's history. At the end of the Judges period, God had rescued Egypt, uh, Israel out of Egypt, and he sent them in the promised land. He's raised up judges uh, to rescue them each time that Israel, the nation, is not you know, faithful to God, their true king with a capital K, the God that who has loved them, has ruled over them as the good sovereign and rescued them. And they constantly are bucking up to that. And so we see that pattern present itself again here uh, when that era of the judges was over. And it's like, now it's this new era. The people want a key K, capital. The people want a lowercase K king over them. They want to be like all the other nations. And so that's where we pick up. It's Samuel the prophet appointing Saul to be king. The the people had rejected the true king, and now they're settling for a lesser king. Now we see Saul. We've we've already he's already been introduced, but now they're actually going to appoint him. This is his kind of anointing slash coronation ceremony, where it's going to happen. This is it. So this is First Samuel chapter ten, verses seventeen, and I'm reading till the end of that chapter. Now Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah. And he said to the people of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God, who saved you from all your calamities and your distresses. And you have said to him, Set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. Verse 20, then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, and the tribe of Benjamin was taken by Lot. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its clans, and the clan of the Matrites was taken by Lot. And Saul, the son of Kish, was taken by Lot. But when they sought him, he could not be found. So they inquired again to the Lord, Is there a man still to come? And the Lord said, Behold, he has hidden himself among the baggage. Then they ran and took him from there. And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. And Samuel said to the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? There is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king! Then Samuel told the people the rights and duties of the kingship, and he wrote them in a book and laid it up before the Lord. Then Samuel sent all the people away, each one to his own home. Saul also went to his home at Gibeah, and with him went men of valor, whose hearts God had touched. But some worthless fellows said, How can this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no present, but he held his peace. So from day one, you have this opposition to Saul, rejecting him. Hashtag, not my king, right? That's kind of what's happening. This It's already a mess that uh, that he's, he's just this is not going to turn out well now what's interesting in this section is like in God's sovereignty right they're choosing lots by by chance you know who's going to be king and by God's sovereignty he he's 
he's choosing, God himself is choosing Saul. But what's interesting is we, we said this in day one, the first episode, that Saul, the etymology of his name literally means asked for. And I think it's just amazing that God weaves this together, that Saul, whose name means asked for, is the guy that Israel is disobediently asking for, like they're asking for it. It's like, well, we want, and I'm trying to identify here in our context, what they might have been seeing this like. For us, it'd be like, well, I want my guy in the Oval Office. I kind of have this vision for how I'd like this land that I live in to kind of go, this policy to be in place, and this my guy uh, is kind of what I would want. I choose, I ask for this to kind of be what my vision is for how the world and my, you know this country should look like. That's kind of what's happening. They want their guy. It, Saul, or a guy like Saul, is what Israel is asking for. And so I, I think back to my life, you know, um, when I was a kid, you know, my dad's like, no, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Don't do that. That's a bad decision. And, you know, I'm like, no, I want this and I want to do that. Like, and at, at one point, you know, I, I just remembered, you know, this kind of way my dad worded things. He would eventually reach this point. He's like, all right, buddy, have at it. You know, good luck with that. See how that turns out for you. In his patience, he would just, kind of let me fall and you know end up being he was right and I made this bad decision or you know unpleasantness or or pain or whatever it was now he did that out of love and that's kind of what's happening here because God's sovereignty he's the one that's choosing Saul as an act of discipline on on the nation that's rejecting him so he's like all right you asked for it you got it here's your here's Saul and let's see how that works out for you now he set Saul up to you know verse 26 Saul's going home, and then there's uh, men of valor that go with him, and it says that God had touched their hearts. These are going to be his soldiers, and Saul's going to do some good. Like, he's a mixed bag like a lot of us. He's going to do some good. God is anointing him. Uh, he's got what it, what he needs to, to walk in this area that God has called him to. Uh, ultimately, God really knows how this is going to turn out, but, uh, you know, how we respond to that is everything. And so, I, I, you know, we've seen that. God might actually give us what we most want, which is kind of scary. And I hope that's a challenge to you today as you listen to this, that we see this again in the book of Romans, that sometimes as an act of discipline or punishment or judgment, God will let us do what we most want to do. He hands us over to our, our deepest desires and it's like, go for it. See how that turns out for you. You reject me, then you know you, what you want to do is what you're going to do. And so, and we're culpable in that. And so his sovereignty uh, it's scary sometimes. I mean, it's obviously we worship God and He's good, but sometimes I'm, it's it should scare us, right? Look to God. Don't forget the true King, the capital K. Sometimes He'll give you what you most want in life, and so that's a challenge, uh, almost a rebuke, uh, a kick in the tail to to kind of make us sober and think about, well, what am I? What are the desires of my heart? Are they God honoring? Are they you know seeing God as true King in my life, or is it something lesser? And we need to be, uh, you know, vigilant on what it is that we're desiring because all sin starts with our desires. And so hopefully that turns you to worship and in hope reaching out to God rather than uh, discouragement this morning or today when you're listening to this episode. Another thing I saw, we'll just touch on this real quick, was um, actually when I'm recording this, uh, the day that uh, I'm actually laying this audio track down, I, re I preached at First Baptist Laverne. Um, a, a sermon on Saul 
And I, I basically did like kind of a character study looking at Saul. And it's like, man, this guy, he's deficient here. He, he, he sends here, he sends here. It's like this, this character study. And so I see one of those here in just this section, uh, in, in ways that challenge us, we see in Saul's deficient character, uh, maybe something in ourselves, you know, sometimes we read scripture and we see ourselves as the good guy all the time, but maybe we're the bad guy, uh, you know, and I think, we can identify with Saul in this. And so that is long story short, he's at his own coronation ceremony. He's being anointed and called to be King and he's hiding. He's hiding behind the baggage. He's hiding behind the luggage. And so really as a character study of Saul, what we see here in this picture is Saul is passive. He's passive, which is a huge challenge for all men being passive. That goes all the way back to the garden of Eden Adam is standing there the whole time, but he's passive when all this goes down, just like Saul here. Boy, that is a challenge to my life. I struggle with passivity. And then also you see this fear of man, uh, of, of people pleasing, of what do people think of me? And you see that here because likely one of the reasons he's hiding, he's, he's afraid. This is a lot of pressure being called to be king. Maybe there's this mixed desires in his heart. Like he kind of wants to do it, and but he kind of doesn't. He's afraid of that. And it turns out he's going to get a power trip later. Boy, he's going to be a disaster as king. And he's going to you know make monuments to himself. He's kind of in, in goes, goes crazy. So it's like he's still prideful. But here he's being afraid. And really what that shows me is him hiding and being afraid is because he's most afraid of what people think of him. He's most afraid. He has he has the biggest fear of man rather than being afraid of what God thinks of him and what God tells him to do and God setting him up. It's like, Saul, you're a king. Act like it. Right. And he's not acting like it here. At the, at the very start at his coronation ceremony. Now, it's really easy to beat up on Saul. But like I said, this is just something that we should see ourselves in this story. In what areas do I struggle with passivity and worrying too much about what people think of me rather than what God thinks of me? I definitely struggle with this in my life. I'm sure many of you do as well. And so it's not enough to say, well, I kind of stink at that. What this ultimately points to and we're going to talk about this multiple days going forward. Is like, man, Saul's not the guy. He is not the sovereign that we should choose for ourselves. We should be looking to God. And disasters like Saul and bad decisions that I make, hopefully, instead of discouraging you and beating up on you, that's not what we're doing on this podcast, but hopefully it makes you reach out and grasp for Jesus, for he is the true sovereign, the true king that we want we, we should really desire in our lives. And I hope that this story is like this and it's going to get worse, spoiler alert, but it's Saul's going to be a disaster. I hope that continues to point you to God through Jesus and what he's done for us on the cross. Hope you guys are challenged and, and, and encouraged by that today. Y'all have a great day and we'll see you back tomorrow on the New Vision Podcast. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.